Rejoicing Heart Ministries. We hope everyone is having a great day. This is Robin Donna Litwin here to encourage you with the Word of God. Today we have a teaching about God making a way for you to receive salvation. Our reading is from Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 23 and 24. Thus saith the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him that glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord which exercises loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. Today's teaching is called Go God's Way. These verses were written by the prophet Jeremiah speaking the word of God saying that men should not glory in wisdom, might, or riches. Jeremiah, speaking the word of God, spoke that everyone should glory in understanding and knowing God, and that God exercises loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. Jeremiah finishes the word of the Lord in these verses telling you that God delights in these things. These verses tell you that God exercises loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness, and gets great pleasure in doing them. You can put this into perspective by looking at Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 which says that God never changes. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. By the writer of Hebrews saying that God never changes, it means that God is still exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness today. The only way to understand the depth of what God is saying here through Jeremiah is through your own personal relationship with God through Jesus. To know his character is loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness. To have a relationship with Jesus, you must read and meditate on the Word of God. This is the only way you can learn about God and His character. For example, the Apostle John spoke of God's character in his first letter, chapter 4, verse 8, where it says, God is love. Paul's letter to the Galatians also speaks about God's character in the fruit of the Spirit, which includes love and kindness. These verses about God's character shows that he is still exercising loving kindness today because that is who he is. He never changes. God exercises judgment because he would be unjust to do otherwise. Throughout the Bible, many times, the people agreed with an oath to God that they would abide by rules that were set up by God, knowing that there would be consequences or judgment if they broke the rules. They broke the rules every time. God would be unjust if he didn't follow through on his judgment when these rules were broken. God is faithful to his word, as shown in Psalm chapter 33, verse 4, which explains it this way. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. Everything God does, he does in truth, because he can't lie. There are four different places in the Bible where it says, God cannot lie. So if God didn't exercise judgment in the earth for what he said he would do, that would make him a liar. God is not a liar. Everything he says is true. When Jesus died on the cross, he took all judgment for your sins. So when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Jesus removes your sins and judgment. If you reject Jesus, you will be judged for the worst sin you can commit, rejecting Jesus as your Savior. Anyone that doesn't receive Jesus as their Savior will go to hell and will only ever know Jesus as the judge. John wrote that Jesus took your judgment in his first letter, chapter 2, verse 2. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. 
This says that Jesus is the propitiation, or in other words, the atonement for our sins. This is how our loving, kind, Heavenly Father exercises His judgment today. In the same way that God placed all judgment on Jesus, He also made every born-again believer in Jesus Christ righteous through Jesus. The Apostle Paul explains this in his second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 21. For He has made Him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Here again, Paul tells you that Jesus became sin for you, which means He took all judgment for you and made you the righteousness of God through believing in Him. Thank you, Jesus. Now, knowing that God exercises loving kindness, placed His judgment on Jesus, and made you righteous through Jesus, why do we see so many people say that God is doing something evil in their life to test them or teach them a lesson? It's because too many people today do not understand God's true character. They have wrong ideas and beliefs because they are taking small parts of the word and making their own doctrines. When the Bible says God is love, how much more than that do you need to know that God is not hurting people today? Anyone that truly loves another person could never do harm to them. If you say you could, you don't love that person, and you definitely do not even know what love is. God is love. The Apostle James explained it this way in his letter, James chapter 1, verse 17, which says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. This says that every good gift and perfect gift comes from our Heavenly Father, and James continued on to say, There is no variation in this. God does only good and perfect things, and He doesn't waver in doing them. To make this even clearer for you, Jesus is quoted in John chapter 10 verse 10, telling you where the bad things come from. The thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. After Jesus told you that the devil steals, kills, and destroys, Jesus told you that he gave you life more abundantly. Life more abundantly is not through godly tests and lessons of suffering. It is through His loving kindness, where He took all your judgment, placed it onto Jesus on the cross, and made you the righteousness of God in Him. Remember this, next time you think or want to say something stupid, like God is doing this for a reason, or to teach me something, ask yourself how someone, God, who does only good and perfect things, could be doing evil to you. He can't. That is why it's stupid to say it or even think it. God does not put evil things on you to make you learn something. If he put evil things on you, he would be no better than the thief stealing, killing, and destroying. In closing, you must understand that God knew that no human could ever be good enough to save himself. That is why God, who is love, made a way for you where there is no way. If God didn't make a way for you, you would be going to hell because you can't even come close to God's righteousness. This way that God made for you is completely summed up in John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's pretty simple to understand. God loves you so much that he made a way for you to receive his salvation through Jesus. Father, thank you for making a way for us when there was no way. Help us to know you better so we can receive more of your good in our lives today. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thank you for listening to Rejoicing Heart today. 
If this teaching has blessed you, please consider becoming a monthly partner to help us increase the ways we are proclaiming the Word of God. This is easy to do. Just visit our website at rejoicingheart.net. We thank you for your support. We leave you with more encouragement from the Apostle Paul from Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.